start living the eternal life that life is a higher life for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world this is what I've heard the world with over 7 billion people so big yet God identifies you and called you the light of the world we have been called to be lights in this world but the big question is, how do you locate yourself as a light? Ye are the light of the world. It's one of the most powerful statements ever to come out of the lips of the master. Imagine what will happen, the transformation in your life, in your ministry, as an individual, in your family, when you stand and say, I am the light of the world. This message of the week, Light of the World, is available on the Pastor Chris Digital Library. Subscribe now. Pastor Chris Digital Library, a place of solutions. You're listening to The Phenomenal Life with Pastor Michi. Praise God. We'll continue our study on enjoying the peace of prosperity. Enjoying the peace of prosperity. And we'll take our theme scripture, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Amplified version. Amplified version. Amplified says, You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind both its inclination and its character is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. Let's go back to the King James and we see a few things here. The word perfect peace is the Hebrew word shalom, shalom. You keep him in shalom, shalom. And that word is the peace of prosperity you keep him in the peace of prosperity whose mind is stayed on you now let's look at john chapter 14 verse 26 and 27 john 14 26 and 27 but the comforter who which is the holy ghost whom the father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and bring things to your remembrance whatsoever I said unto you. I want you to observe something. Here he starts out in verse 26 talking about the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Then he goes ahead to say he will teach you all things. He will expound to you all things. Then he says, what are the all things he will expound to you? The things that I have said unto you. You know, the things that I have said unto you. So the Holy Spirit has a ministry to bring the word of God to a place of reality to you. To bring you into the reality of God's word. You know, so you look at the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the word. So Jesus talks about the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Word. Immediately after that, you see what he says in 27. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. 
peace I leave with you. So first, the ministry of the Spirit, the ministry of the Word. Then he says, my peace I give to you. My peace I give to you. We will see the correlation between the ministry of the Spirit, the ministry of the Word, and your peace. He says, I give unto you, not as the world give it. This peace is distinct, different from the peace that the world gives. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Look at that. How can your heart be troubled? Your heart gets troubled through the agitations of your mind. You know, the troubling, the, 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 the heart of a man, why would the heart of a man be troubled? If your mind is agitated. If your mind and the thoughts that go through your mind affect you. We see that the peace that you experience is directly connected to the condition and the character and the management of your mind. If you read um, Isaiah, he says, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So we're looking at that there's a correlation between peace and the condition, the character, and the management of your mind. He says in John, he says, he says peace I live with you. Peace I live with you. My peace I give or I bequeath unto you. So I've given you my peace. Then he says, not like the world gives, give I unto you. That means the character of this peace is not like the peace of the world. This is not just a sense of quietness or physical quietness. It's something deeper than that. Then he says, let not your heart be troubled. In other words, don't allow, don't permit. If I say, let not someone get in, I'm telling you, stop somebody from getting in. I'm telling you, you have the power of control. You know, you have the power of control. He says, let not your heart be troubled. In other words, I'm saying, maintain the peace that I've given to you. Come on, amen. Maintain the peace that I've given to you. Stay in the peace that I've given to you. I've given you peace, not like the world gives. So stay in that peace. Let's look at the same scripture, 27, from the Amplified Version. Amplified Version. Amplified says, Peace I live with you, my own peace. I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourself, yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. Come on, amen. You know, peace, God's peace is your power of control. God's peace is your power of control. God's peace is the referee, the controlling or commanding power in your life. He says, stop allowing yourself to be agitated or troubled and do not permit yourself to be fearful. Do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. When the peace of God comes into your life, the peace of God is like a shield. It says it will guard you. God's peace will guard you. It will protect you. Come on, amen. It will protect you. So it will shield you from fear. It will shield you from intimidation. It will shield you from cowardice. And it will make you to be settled. 
So when God's peace comes into your life, it brings courage to you. It brings confidence to you. It brings a sense of wholeness and completeness, you know, to you. Let's look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Verse 1. If ye then be reasoned with Christ, look at that. Seek those things which are above. If ye then be reasoned with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ seated on the right hand of God. If you are reasoned with Christ, like you have been reasoned with Christ, seek those things that are above. You say how? Look at the next verse. He says, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. He says, set your affection. Now, this is something that you do. It's not something that God does for you. What God does for you, what he's done for you, is to give you his peace. He has bequeathed his peace to you. It's like I say to you, I've given you a radio. Now, so I've installed a radio to you. Then I say, tune this radio set to God's station. So the radio is yours. No, this radio can give you information, but now you have the power to select the station. Come on, amen. So it says, set your affection. Affection there now is a function of the mind. Here again, we come back to the mind. It's a function of the mind. Let's look at the NIV. Verse 2, NIV. It says, set your minds. Set your minds. Oh, I get into the car, uh, uh, there's some news or some music on. I say, what station is that? You tell me. I say, no, I don't want that station. I don't want that station. Set it to another station. Something beautiful, you cannot set one radio to two stations at the same time. You know? So your mind can be set on God and set on the world. And your mind can be set on the world and set on God. Your mind can be set on worry and set on peace. Your mind cannot be set on fear and set on faith. So you have the responsibility to fine-tune that radio set and set it. And leave it there. Come on, amen. Leave it there. He says, set your minds. Set your minds. You know, the beautiful thing about settings is settings limits. You know, when you get a phone, two, two, me and you can have the same phone, but our settings can be different. You know, I have the power to customize that phone. So I use the certain features to set that phone to limit what the phone can do. So now I've set my phone, I've set my mind in such a way that fear does not work. Come on, amen. Anxiety does not work. You know, it may work on another person's phone, but it doesn't work on mine. You know, it may work on another person's life, but it doesn't work on mine. I've removed the setting. I have set my faith. I've set my mind on love, on faith, on hope, you know, and all these things in such a way that these other things are not permitted to work in my life. What a joy. Think about that. You know, get the scripture back up. He says, set your mind on things above, not on things, not on earthly things. Look at the message translation of the same verse. Verse 2. Message translation, please. It says, 
don't shuffle along eyes to the ground absorbed with the things right in front of you look up and be alert to what's going on around christ look at that he says don't shuffle along eyes to the ground eyes to earthly things eyes cnn eyes on bbc eyes on channels if you do that you will lose your peace Don't start up your days shuffling around and going through social media and hearing what's happening there, what's happening there. Get your rapture of realities and have your settings. Get the Pastor Chris Digital Library and have your settings. Lock up on faith. You know, lock on faith. And that way you won't even know what's happening on the other side. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In a world where wrong is being sold as right, and acts of wickedness are perpetrated and celebrated. It is dangerous to live without a proper guidance. In Christ Embassy, we teach you how to do life the God way through teachings that are founded on the scriptures and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Worship with us every Sunday by 8 a.m. and every Wednesday by 12 noon and 5 p.m. respectively at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Loveboat City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. For more inquiries, kindly call 070-6159-6095 or 081-4036-2545. Christ Embassy, giving your life a meaning. Welcome back. You know, have you ever been so consumed with God's word that you've lost touch with fear? <laughs> you've lost touch with fear. You've lost touch with doubt. You've lost touch with all those things. You just realize that, my God, it's been a long time I felt that way. Why? Because you are just so consumed with God's word. He says, set your mind. Set your mind. Set your mind. This is, this is awesome. It, it, it doesn't matter where you look at it. If you, if you say to yourself, Pastor, I want to change my finances, then set your mind on prosperity. You know, I want to change my health. Set your mind on healthy living. You know, don't set your mind on negative thoughts. Don't look at the mirror and hate the face that you see. Don't look at the mirror and judge yourself. No, no, set your mind. See the most beautiful you. See the most agile you. See the most glorious you. Set your mind. If God could do it for you, he would say, I would do it for you. But you know what? You need to find out from God's word what God has done for you. Then find out what he has told you to do. Then whatever he tells you to do, he has already given you the ability to do it. When he says set your mind, you know that you have the power to do it. Come on, amen. Set your mind. Get that scripture back. Let's finish up from the message. It says, it says um, um, and be alert to what's going on around Christ. You know, have you ever seen, I mean, today where people are just all hooked up with your phone, you see that person just walking like this, just doing like this, doing like this until they hit something, you know, and they're like, oh, sorry. Then they go back again and they keep looking at it. That's what some people do with their trouble. They just keep looking at it, looking at it. And Christ, so much is happening in Christ, but they can't see it. They can't see it. God says, get off your trouble, get off the world, get off fear, 
get off anxiety and set your mind on what's happening around Christ. Can the scripture come back up, please? It says, now look at that. It says, that's where the action is. <laughs> that means you're missing out. You're missing out on the action when you're setting your mind on fear. When you're setting your mind on anxiety, you're missing out on the action. So much action is happening around Christ. He says, see things from his perspective. See things from his perspective. I believe that's how Paul saw it. He was in jail, but he just set his mind on Christ then he just wrote from you know from jail he was writing imagine he just writing in all these things we are more than conquerors the guy was in prison how could he write from there and from 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 prison he was writing to people then he salutes them he says grace and peace be multiplied unto you Grace and peace be multiplied. How could a person in prison be sending out grace and be sending out peace and sending it out in multiples to others? You know? Multiples to others. Then he said, I long to see you. I long to come to you. That means he didn't see the prison as his end. He was seeing life beyond the prison. He said, I, I hope one day I will come to you. He didn't write a sad letter. He didn't write a sad song. You know, there are people who have special songs for special moods. You know, special songs for special moods. When, when, you are, when something happens to you, you just go and get the song. Sit down by yourself, cuddle on your bed, you know, hold the pillow, and now you're crying all by yourself. You're crying. You just say, I want to just cry this thing out. Continue. You know, just continue. Set your mind, set your affection on things above. God will not do it for you. You have the responsibility to do it. Let's look at, let's look at Philippians chapter 4 from verse 6. Philippians 4 from verse 6. Oh, I, I love God's word. I love the word of God. I love God's word. He says, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. You know, and now that word careful, it's not just you being cautious. It's be anxious for nothing. Let's look at the NIV. NIV says this. Do not be anxious about anything. Do not be, oh my goodness. I, you, you say to yourself, imagine when you're facing a challenge. Some terrible situation has come upon you and you just say to yourself, I'm not permitted to be anxious. Oh, I'm not permitted to be anxious. No, I'm not permitted to be anxious. And you can talk to yourself. I mean, you can talk to yourself. You can call your name and say, you are not permitted to be anxious. Refuse to be anxious. I refuse to be anxious. You cannot be anxious for anything. The trouble is looming. The challenges are growing. You say, no, I refuse to be anxious. Then instead of being anxious, I turn my heart towards God. He says, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, you know, specific request. He says, then with thanksgiving. This prayer is with thanksgiving. This prayer is with a positive outlook that this whole thing will end in praise. It will end in praise. Yeah? Then he says, get that scripture back up. He says, present your request to God. Present your request to God. Start making plans. Start setting goals. You know, don't sit down and focus on what didn't happen. Start dreaming of what the Spirit of God will do. Start placing new orders. Amen. Start placing new orders. Present your request to God. 
You know, you just imagine that maybe I got something, then all of a sudden it went bad. It's bad, and I'm looking at it, I'm trying to fix it. Then God says, can you place new orders? New orders, what, what do you have? What do you want? You know, start placing new orders. Start crying about what didn't happen. Start crying about, you know, the spilled milk. Place new orders. Amen. Place new orders. Then look at verse 7. Verse 7 gives us the result. And the peace of God. Glory to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. What it means which transcends all understanding? Yeah, we're reading, we're reading NIV. It puts it right. Which transcends all understanding. When you read the King James, let's look at the King James. King James just says, And the peace of God, which passeth. But the word is actually surpasseth. Like the NIV puts it, transcends. That means this peace is higher. It's higher than human understanding. This peace doesn't make sense. It makes faith. You know, it doesn't make sense. You know, a, a peace that doesn't make sense. I, I remember um, a lady, a lady, she was living outside Nigeria. And she's, she's Nigerian, but her husband is British. So her, their children, they look white. So one day she got a call from school that something had happened to her son. Her son was um, experiencing some kind of health issue. So they had taken the son, gotten the, the, the um, ambulance, and they were dealing with the son. Then the woman walked in. She just, she walked in, not like a mad woman. She walked in calm. And she sat down and she was asking, so what is it? So they were telling her and they were telling her and she was just so calm. She said, okay, okay, that's fine, all right. Then after a while, she saw some people murmuring and they were murmuring. They came back and they said, madam, this is not your child. She said, what do you mean? He said, that's my son. He said, no, 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 no. You are, you are too calm. <laughs> you know, because now two things are mixed. And, and the lady comes and she, uh, she's, you know, she's dark-skinned, dark, really, really dark-skinned. Then the son is like, you wouldn't even know he's mixed race. He is white, you know, on the other side. And she said, no, you, you can't be the mother of... No. And they started calling the authorities, you know, because an, a new case was about to come up. The woman has to prove that this son is actually hers because she was just too calm for their understanding because they expected her to run in like a mad woman you know run in like my son my son and she just came calm and she said pastor this is a child of promise this is a child of promise he said i know the son i gave birth to let, let me tell you a, more, a, a deeper story the background of her confidence the background of her peace when she met her husband um just before they got married the man said i, I want to tell you something you know, I want to tell you something. He said, so that you can know what you're getting into. The man said, I can't have children. I cannot have children. He said, when I was younger, I lived a reckless life, and I didn't want to have children by mistake. So I had a surgery. He says, the possibility for me to have children is zero. Then the woman said, oh, no problem. We're going to get married. Leave the having children for me. I have the faith for it. The man said, you don't understand what I'm saying. Brought the result, showed him, said, I can't have children. You need to understand it. And I don't, I don't mind, but I, I know it's important to you, so you need to decide what you're going to do. The man said, not a problem. Not a problem. You are the one. <laughs> you are the one for me. Interestingly, the woman had a health condition. 
So she went to the healing school for her health condition, her own health condition. The man escorted him to the healing school, escorted him to the healing school for, for her own health condition. Then got ministered to, she got healed. The man didn't know that there was a splash. When God poured the blessings on the woman, he got, you know, he got splashed on a few, a few months after the healing school, the, man, the woman came back and said, I'm pregnant. The man said, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a, and you know, thank God the man is not black. You, you didn't hear what I just said now. Thank God he's not black. Because the woman said, I'm pregnant. The man said this. It's, it's not true. It, it's impossible. You cannot be pregnant. She said, I'm pregnant. They went for the test, came out with the result, pregnant. He asked for another test. They did another test, pregnant. You can imagine that the man was waiting for nine months. You know, he was waiting. While he was happy, he was waiting because it did not make sense. It didn't make sense. Then the child was born. The, the first son is a carbon copy of his father. You know, when I tell you first son, it means another one came. God showed it that it was not a mistake. A few, a few years after, she got pregnant again and gave birth. This is the children that came out of this situation. So when she heard that there was a problem, she was calm. There was peace. She came with peace. The people there did not understand this background. The God who could defy all that medical result, the God who could do that was the same God that was working in him. Listen to me. When you are agitated, it seems like you've forgotten where God brought you from. When you are agitated, it seems like you've forgotten the past miracles and the things that the Spirit of God did for you. When you know it's small deal. Didn't you hear what Jesus, how Jesus prayed for Lazarus? He said, Father, I thank you for you hearing me always. That means he was referencing all the other miracles that he already had. He was referencing all the things that happened in the past. And he was saying, Lord, if you did in the past, this one would not be any different. <laughs> it would not be any different. Thank you for listening to The Phenomenal Life with Pastor Michi. You can worship with us every Wednesday at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. respectively and every other Sunday at 8 a.m. prompt at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Love Wall City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. You can also participate in our services via King's Chat, Sea Love World, Sea Tunes, and other social media platforms. For more inquiries, kindly call 0814-036-2545 or 0706-159-6095. Nine five. God bless you. If you want to receive the life of God in your spirit, you want to be born again. You want to receive God's love. You don't want to live life without this. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Place your right hand on your chest. That's your act of faith. Place your right hand on your chest. Lift up the other hand above your head now and pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you very much for the gift of your son Jesus the Lord Jesus died for my sake he died for my sins he died to give me life today I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life 
Jesus is my Savior. I receive the eternal life of God into my spirit. I receive remission for my sins. I am born again. I am a child of God. All things are passed away. All things are become new. You're my father and I'm your son. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer with me, I want to pray for you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. According to your faith and the confession of your lips, you're born again. You've been transported from the domain of darkness and now you're a member of God's house. I pray that Christ will dwell in your heart by faith, that you know together with all saints the length, depth, breadth, and height of God's love. In the name of the Lord Jesus, today your new life begins. The old is gone and you are blessed to be a blessing. And from today, you walk in that blessing and you distribute and dispense that blessing everywhere you go. In Jesus' name, amen. The world, with over 7 billion people, so big, yet God identifies you and called you the light of the world. We have been called to be lights in this world, but the big question is, how do you locate yourself as a light? Ye are the light of the world. As one of the most powerful statements ever to come out of the lips of the master. Imagine what will happen, the transformation in your life, in your ministry, as an individual, in your family, when you stand and say, I am the light of the world. This message of the week, Light of the World, is available on the Pastor Chris Digital Library. Subscribe now. Pastor Chris Digital Library, a place of solutions.